Something savage comes this way. Wicked things come out to play. Nastiness around each bend. Bedlam unto us descends. Gentle hearts must now contend. Hi, thank you for tuning in today. My name is Kevin, Reach the Moon Podcast. I'm sitting here with Preston, Therese, and Hugh, the owners of Rutherford Haunted House and Ventures. If uh, I could get a, a brief description from you, Preston, can you go into details in regards to both ventures? Well, uh, actually, I'm going to turn the first part over to Hugh to explain the the reason why Rutherford exists in the first place. Uh, Rutherford Manor Haunt uh, is a nonprofit haunt. Hugh? Uh, yes, it's a community-based uh, or focused uh, haunted house. It's uh, done by ourselves. It's basically a display and a walk through through the garage, through the yard. Um, nothing actually in the house other than that becomes a bit of a production area for actors and so on. Uh, the, the haunt started um, probably eight, nine years ago. Uh, it's just a simple display and kind of grew from there, eventually got into walkthroughs, and uh, it's it's ballooned into this Rutherford Manor haunt that will typically get 2,500 to 4,000 people through uh, over the Halloween weekend. Uh, this year will be open for uh, only three nights, and one one afternoon is lights on for uh, people that want to go through that weren't able to go through during the uh, the evening uh, sessions with all the actors and so on, or kids that want to go through and just uh, see the detail. Um, it's The entrance is by donation, and our two uh, charities are Second Chance Animal Rescue and the Food Bank. So basically, a, a can of beans will get you in the door. And uh, like I say, all proceeds go go to one of those two charities. It's been very, very successful. Uh, 2016, we raised uh, over 2,000 pounds of food and $3,000 in cash for the uh, charities. So quite, I'd say quite successful in, in that regard. Gotcha. Is there uh, a question about the charity? Is there a certain product that they are searching for? On the uh, For Second Chance on Rescue, they want uh, or they need um, either cash donation or, uh, you know, animal treats, uh, cat litter, uh, dog beds, that kind of thing. Uh, they, they take in um, uh, rescue dogs and uh, rehabilitate them and, and then put them back out to the public. Okay. Was there uh, something that brought you into the haunt originally, or what was your best costume as a kid? Oh, I can't even remember. Um, <laughs> much, probably a hobo or something when I was in grade <laughs> one. But uh, no, I've always liked uh, you know dressing up for Halloween and, and basically... Uh, doing jump scares and things like that. Uh, this this venture started with something as simple as a, an old lady in a lawn chair, and I, I put a little pneumatic cylinder under her and pressed a button, and she kind of lurched, and it seemed to uh, really surprise people. So we started with that, and we just kept growing and growing and adding more and more stuff, and then uh, started to realize that there's another side to this. There's the uh, the convention side. There's a convention for everything, right? Uh, and we got involved in the forums, the online forums, and the uh, conventions in the U.S. There, there's full haunter conventions that are attended by you know, thousands of people, uh, and there's several of them throughout the year. No, that's exactly it. I ran into Preston at Comic-Con here in Edmonton uh, just about a month ago, and you guys were dressed up in your costumes. Uh, you had 
when I stopped by the first time, there was three characters there. And uh, when I went by later on, all the characters were there dressed up. And I couldn't believe the amount of people gathered around your booth. Uh, they were six, seven deep trying to get photos with the characters. Can you go into a bit of detail uh, on the characters? Um, the characters were... Uh, part of the, the characters come from the original backstory. Um, Nox, Lilith were already there. There were some characters, siblings, that were written into the backstory. And then over time, we developed through some brainstorming sessions with Preston and some of the other groups, uh, characters, um, uh, the backstories for the, the main actor troupe that support the backstory for Rutherford Manor Haunt. Okay, now it's more the characters that you guys are trying to expand. Um, I, I, when I stop by the booth there, you also have cards. Um, mm -hmm. player cards mm -hmm. so year after year at the Rutherford haunt uh, the same characters are going to be there now what makes your haunt different than other haunts is that as far as I know you guys stick to a theme we we stay true to the backstory as much as we possibly can we augment it with new characters um, the character one of the the reasons we we developed a backstory was to keep the character static so we could take those characters and start to you know get personalities and things assigned to them so people could resonate with them and so that just helps to make the haunt more believable another thing that sets our haunt it, it's our home it's a home haunt it's completely our volunteer time it is our out of our own pocket we we for the haunt part of it um, and it's thousands of hours of work that we put into it ourselves good stuff well I, I really do appreciate you opening your house uh, to that many people at, and your yard and we we should send out an apology to all of your neighbors yeah. so we probably drive by and smile every morning <laughs> they're smiling <laughs> um so uh, what is your biggest struggle with having the haunt um in your area or at your house or even something that needs to be provided that you have a hard time getting uh, because it's uh, a home haunt and everything has to be temporary and as any haunter, home haunter will tell you, storage is usually one of the biggest issues. So everything we build, all the, the sets and so on, have to be able to come apart and be stored somewhere. So that, as we got bigger and bigger, that became more and more of an issue. So there's stuff tucked away all over the place. Uh, and of course, we've got to drag it all out, find all the parts, put it all back together again. We try to change out about 30% of the scenes each year. So there's a lot of work involved with that through the off-season and then getting it all set up and hoping the weather cooperates is another issue with uh, haunters. Uh, you know, down in the States, some of them have to deal with rain and, and hurricanes and so on. Here we've got rain and winds and snow, but there's always something you have to deal with. So that that's always interesting how to how to uh, compensate for, for all of those, the weather and the storage and things like that. So, Gotcha. What uh, link do you find that most people find information about your haunt? Um, is it your website or Instagram account? Uh, the advertising for the haunt itself is multifaceted. Uh, we use social media as much as we can. Uh, we use Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we advertise on Kijiji, uh, flyers, uh, local businesses. Uh, it, it word of mouth. Uh, the uh, the haunt itself has grown exponentially over the past uh, three years. Uh, when I first got involved with the haunt uh, four years ago, uh, we were doing approximately 1,100, 1,200 people uh, an evening. 
to this year, uh, we are fully expecting over 4,000 people, or we're actually wondering if we're going to hit quite a bit more than that. And this year being open only three nights, we're a little concerned because uh, that's a lot of people to put through in 18 hours <laughs> at the most. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. Um, is there something that somebody should bring with them or prepare to? Um, most definitely I, money for the uh, scars mm -hmm. and also for the food bank. Healthy attitude, uh, ready to get the pants scared off of them, uh, and have some fun. Uh, that's and, and dress that. dress for the weather because yeah. it's a fifty minute wait, fifty okay. fifty minutes to an hour. So if you're going to head out, make sure that you're dressed appropriately because it's it can be a long time to stand there before you get through. Uh, no, okay, no, no, that's really good. Now I do want to touch back on to the characters. Um, mm. They are just incredibly well done. Something that you can't see in a movie but it looks realistic like it was right onto the movie, stepped out of your TV. Um, what other avenues you see branching off from these characters? Well, uh, the characters themselves, uh, like Therese had mentioned before, uh, we've just continued to grow those characters for the primary purpose of keeping a consistency in the haunt. Um, as an actor uh, in the haunt, it also helps to be able to play on a backstory. Uh, you're dealing with people. You're you're basically acting on the fly with people. Uh, so we continue to develop those characters for our troupe. Um, and, and just just to back up a little bit, uh, th that was one of the big things we did last year. We had so many new people involved, so many different actors and and cosplayers and and artists. So we wanted to kind of bring everything together, tie everyone together. So the characters themselves started to develop. Uh, we, we basically went to the convention last year for on the Friday for just a few hours uh, as a troupe. We had done a photo shoot uh, creating the trading cards you had mentioned before. And uh, just to see, just to test the waters and to advertise a little bit for the haunt itself. Uh, at that time, we had no intentions of turning Rutherford into any sort of commercial entity or, or anything like that. And uh, that first Friday, we were absolutely mauled. Uh, we, we had people just like you saw when you saw us in Comic-Con this year. Uh, last year, we just we would go from hall to hall, and most of the time, we were actually standing still, uh, taking photos, giving cards away, and promoting the haunt. Um, the haunt then came up that, uh, that year, Halloween, and we, did, uh, we were handing out cards then using social media to come, you know, come see our characters, come see what we're doing, uh, come see the uniqueness of Rutherford Manor. And uh, you know, people came out and like, hey, you're that guy I saw online, you know, or, or hey, you're that, that really creepy ghost. Right? You know, people really resonate to that. So that was always the original primary purpose of character expansion. Um, about would have been about a month afterwards, uh, just uh, driving uh, for work one day, and I just kind of realized, wow, we've we've developed something that is extremely unique. We've developed a bunch of characters that you don't really see in pop culture. Uh, pop culture itself, it had, we have all sorts of like, I like to say, sparkly vampires. Uh, love triangle vampires, you know, zombies and, and, and zombie killers and latex. And I'm sure all, all the pop culture people know who I'm referring to. But we, we had something that was unique, original, uh, scary, creepy characters. So uh, basically gave, and I remember the call, I actually called Therese and said, hey, I want to do something with these characters. 
And she, uh, she said, yeah, let's sit down. So I, I sat down with, with Hugh and Therese. We talked it out, and we birthed uh, Rutherford Manor Universe out of the haunt. From there, um, we uh, basically started developing. The first intent was always to develop a comic book to get ready for next year's convention. Uh, from there, everything expanded into we actually uh, uh, brought on a writer, some artists. We developed a book which helped to develop more characters. Uh, we, uh, uh, one of the uh, actors that's now involved in our haunt uh, d- had decided to build a, a metal CD. So he's, he's composed a CD that's music based on Rutherford Manor. Um, and things just kind of continue to kind of build upon itself. Um, whereas in the past six months, we uh, sat down uh, as, a, as a troupe and continued to build more characters for more actors that are starting wanting to come in to the haunt. So it's, it's almost like a symbiotic relationship where characters are created for a need, what we're doing in the haunt, but it's also characters that we're being mindful in the universe itself of building characters that fit within the Rutherford Manor mythos. Um, you won't see creepy clowns. You won't see vampires, werewolves, um, you know, those uh, Frankensteins, things like that. You won't see any of that in the haunt. Everything's based in a reality uh, of a family that uh, basically is extremely creepy, doesn't see anything wrong in procuring other sources of protein to feed their family in, in dark times. And, uh, and you know, we, we, we base all of that, that character into... Uh, a time frame that was really dirty in, in, in Alberta. And that was basically the depression. Um, and it spans the story itself spans over a hundred years. Um, the, uh, what we have plans for the characters. I mean, now that things are starting to develop now that the con has happened, um, which was basically affirmation to all of us that, you know, we're onto something here with our characters in pop culture is you know, we you know we have a book done we have a CD done the comic book is done it's coming out we have plans for uh, more books uh, more comics uh, more and more people in pop culture are starting to discover Rutherford and big comic artists just last week we signed a major comic book artist that that actually works for Lucas and for Marvel uh, you know we we have a lot of interest in people looking at our stories and we we are planning. Uh, and it's going to take some time to try to develop our stories into a series. And uh, there's just so much potential for all of the characters. Where it's going to go exactly, that has yet to be determined. But one of the things we always try to do together, the three of us, is we try to keep a consistency between what's happening in the universe and what's happening in the haunt so that when people discover us through the universe, they can come to the haunt and they can experience... Uh, something that they've read about. No, that's, yeah. that so sounds... there will be continuity throughout, and it, that that's how people can always tie it all together. Yeah, you asked a while ago what differentiates us from other home haunts, and uh, I guess you could say even some pro haunts. It's having that continuity, mm-hmm. having a constant backstory that uh, keeps you grounded. Like Preston said, we can't run off and have clowns in the haunt, and we don't do a tremendous amount of gore. It's more to play on phobias which and fear, which seems to be very effective. Uh, it's, in my opinion, that's one of the best types of haunts <clears throat> that do play on, on people's fears and phobias. Okay, no, I really appreciate you going into 
detail in, in regards to that. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm really excited about the future because it seems like you guys are contacting all the right people. Well, it's been an interesting journey, uh, that's for sure. Um, um, like I'd mentioned before, you know, we, this was actually the first year we decided to have a booth at the convention, and the primary purpose of the booth was to promote the haunted house. Uh, it was to promote uh, SCARS uh, uh, as our main charity and to uh, increase awareness uh, through our, our way of increasing awareness. Uh, as you saw at the convention, we drew in a lot of people. So a lot of people got introduced to SCARS. But we also used that event to, to basically introduce people uh, to the universe and con uh, the connections that we received from, uh, from the convention itself uh, has been astounding. The exposure in social media uh, Charles Martineau, I think I said his name properly, the guy who voices Mario, he, uh, he was completely enamored with one of our characters called the Puppet Master, uh, who is a, a professional stilt walker here in, in Edmonton. He stands about eight and a half feet high. Charles was like, oh, come over here, come over here. I totally want my picture with you. And so he started taking video of our actor and asking him different questions. He put that on his Instagram. Thousands and thousands and thousands of views. Uh, another fella who uh, kind of at that same time was saw what Charles was doing, Ernie Hudson, who plays one of the Ghostbusters in the original Ghostbusters, uh, he was like, oh, I want a picture with him too. So our actors are, are getting called over. Uh, the two main guys from Supernatural were completely enamored with our twins, Lisa and Louise Savage, played by actually a, a couple of local teenagers. Uh, you know, they, they just absolutely love their costumes and we're just talking to them for a long time. We're, we're not even, they're, they're calling us over. So that was one of the neat things that happened. Uh, exposure with uh, just local media uh, like yourself and, and other media. Uh, the very next day we got an email from TELUS World of Science uh, inviting Rutherford Manor to uh, the Dark Matters Fear and Phobia event they have on October 19th. Uh, there'll be almost a thousand people there and uh, uh, the troop will be there uh, to basically help freak people out. Mm -hmm. you know, so it's, and there's so many other things. I mean, we could talk and talk and talk. But what we're noticing is almost every day, almost every second day, something new is happening. Well, like I said, I, I really appreciate and I, I see the fact that you guys want to keep it into a universe. You've got the book, the future, possible comic books. And, you know, I mean, then basically the sky's the limit. Uh, a question that I have for you is, how can I help you reach the moon? Uh, that's a good question. I think uh, just reaching out through other media outlets, such as uh, podcasts, that, that certainly will help. Uh, just getting the word out, getting, you know, trying to gauge the interest to, you know, reinforce that we are on the right track, and then we can come up with new ideas and uh, uh, other things like that, and if we have a, a group that we can kind of bounce those off, that helps a lot. Um, so, yeah, these types of things I think are are, are, are really good. Um, we always need candy. One of the uh, – it's not really a complaint. It's just a comment from our, our community or our neighbors is uh, they end up having to give out a lot more candy than other people <laughs> in the area. Yeah. Uh, like Hundreds uh, of trick-or-treaters. Yeah. These people are giving away 300, 400 uh, treats for, for, for trick-or-treaters at their door. So um, we would like to support and, and you know, be able to take a few bags around to our neighbors to help them offset some of that. They're even two blocks away. People are getting 60, 70 
our street is 300, 350, 400 wow. Halloween night. So yeah, I'll, we could use support with uh, certainly candy storage. If anybody has any storage solutions, <laughs> um, what else? Well, the haunt always needs tons and tons of things. Oh, it does. Yeah. We need lumber. There's like we, you know, anyone from Home Depot. We use paint, stain, lumber, oh, fasteners, fasteners, wallpaper, because we do all our own sets. So, you know, I mean, those are legitimate things that we could certainly use support with. Absolutely. I can only imagine a new saw blade from time to time. New drills. A new drill. We have burned those things out. Like, yeah, there's we no just tomorrow. Out a drill. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, somebody's never been to your haunt before or doesn't know where it is, uh, do you mind saying the address or a website that they can find out more information? Uh, sh sure. Uh, you can find us in a variety of different ways. For the Haunted House, uh, it's located at uh, 1906 Robertson Crescent uh, in uh, South Edmonton. Uh, that is in the Ellerslie area, uh, and the uh, the actual community is called Rutherford, hence the name. Uh, you can also find us uh, um, on our website, our primary website, www.rutherfordmanorhaunt.com. And uh, that's a great place to just see all the hours, get a map, uh, as, and also we have a blog on there too that will keep people up to date with all the different events that we are going to and, and doing and casting calls, whatever. It's uh, that's, that's the main place to keep in touch. Okay, is there anything right now that you guys are searching for in the way of casting help or what's the next event like Comic-Con or something that is planned after the hunt? Uh, well, the next event uh, coming up right away here before the haunt is, again, that TELUS uh, World of Science on October 19th. Uh, that starts at 7 p.m. 6.30 on October 19th. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's, a, that's an adult-only evening at TELUS. Uh, of course, uh, we have the haunt uh, happening. Uh, and then after that, uh, the next big event uh, will be actually a concert. Um, there's going to be at the end of January. Uh, it's going to be Daniel Martin's uh, uh, CD release party for A Taste of Madness, uh, the music that uh, you heard before at the beginning of this podcast. And uh, it's, uh, that's going to be an event that, uh, you know, one of the other ways to support Rutherford is, you know, come out, enjoy a, a night of uh, rock and roll, metal music, uh, see uh, something that's been custom written for Rutherford, enjoy some classic songs from... Uh, Metallica, ACDC, and uh, it's going to be a, a, a really awesome event. Uh, that event uh, will be the last weekend of uh, January at the Rec Room uh, here in uh, Edmonton at South Edmonton Common. And then there's some other events that could possibly be happening in uh, at Valentine's. Yep. Uh, we're yep. just working out the details With of that. Some, some other local business partners that have similar... Um, similar interests in in horror and things like that so and halfway to halloween there's lots of things that you we can we have in in the pipeline and things that we will get going after halloween no, let's get yeah sure. let's, get halloween let's get halloween done yeah that's <laughs> the, the crazy right part the yeah. Days to breathe afterwards. yeah <laughs> really appreciate it and thank you for tuning in to reach the moon podcast and please reach out to us on instagram or leave comments on Instagram or Twitter. Thank you guys.
Something savage comes this way. Wicked things come out to play. Nastiness around each bend. Bedlam unto us descends. Gentle hearts must now contend. inside Tip your hat to those who tried Going deeper you will find Get lost inside your mind See you on the other side Oh! 